Welcome back to the PG D&D Podcast. Do you love everything D&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for updates. back everyone to pg D. i'm your host and dungeon master jefferson Beatty, joined by connor i play callum tyson i play alondros matt i play adelphus great zane i play theseus shay who normally plays Balasa, is not here just for the first little bit she'll be joining us later on in this session because her character died and we forgot to tell you <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go by get her way <laughs> last time on pg D. Faustus gave you the rundown on what's been happening on the continent. He told you about the plans of Apto to unite all the peoples, save Satessa and the Minotaurs, under one banner. And that if he did so, it would make open war um, against Satessa and her people. He talked about one of the prerequisites of this is the uh, ending of all worship of gods. A cultural issue unique to the Leonin that Apto wants to spread to the rest of the unified peoples. Akros has already agreed to that tenuously and has ceased all worship and closed all temples. He also told you that Theseus's father is gravely ill and that the only way to settle this political unrest would be to find Apollonia, as was your original quest, and restore her to the throne. He also informed you that the world thought you were dead, so that it would be best to keep a low profile. After that, you chose your crew that you would take to the Isle of Zelus in search for Apollonia, and on your journey was aided by Thalassa and her new godly artifact, which got you to the fingers of Thassa at the exact moment you needed to on Heliod's longest day, the summer solstice. Theseus, before leaving, also sent his father a letter where he demanded he stay alive long enough for Theseus's return. After that, you sailed just in time to the island chain, and after investigating the map further, Thalassa noted that you need, needed to be between the third and fourth fingers of Thassa on the solstice. And when the sun finally set on the horizon, you saw on the distance, glowing almost as brightly as the sun, a small island completely made of gold. And that is where we left off. You're probably a quarter mile away from this island, maybe a little more. The water is still around you, and even though you were looking towards where the sun was, for some reason the sun is at your back setting. In that setting sun, this island is, is reflecting the light so brightly it looks like you're almost staring into another sun with the dark sky behind it. So what's the plan? You mean like the greater plan or like the current plan at hand? Uh, preferably the current plan at hand. Theseus, are you familiar with what Apollonia looks like as she came from your hometown? Roll me history check. All right, all right, all right. That is a natural 20 somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Chocolate uh, crush much? She yeah. has a mold on her left butt cheek. So, <laughs> Apollonia was the only child of King Max and his late wife. 
because of that, she was a bit of a superstar. She, as a teenager, competed in the Iroan Games and won. Wow. Yeah. Not only was she the princess, right, but she was also a victor. Right about when she was 20 years old, she wanted adventure and decided to take to the seas. She left on a ship known as the Iroas One and allegedly, like you, sailed to the edge of the world, found the hair of Clothis based on that letter that you found, saw her destiny sailing to the Isle of Zerus, but obviously you know that she also made it to the Isle of Skies. Right. She was not only known for her skill in battle, particularly her mount. She rode and tamed when she was young Griffin. The Griffin never left her side, basically. Hmm. She sailed with a, a small crew of elite warriors, and she was, for a woman, quite large. Should Probably 6'1", six, 6'2", six, maybe. Ooh. Very muscly. And her weapons of choice were uh, spear and shield. She worshipped Iroas. Mm-hmm. She actually wields Iroas' shield. It's like you're trying to make her Theseus' type or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just I'm just calling it as I see it. She has dirty blonde hair. She actually kind of looks a lot like your wife. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, she has a tattoo of a sunflower on her arm. I see, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Just kidding. She has dirty blonde hair, gray eyes, and she was known to shave one of the sides of her head. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Is that enough information? That that was a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. I mean you roll I, I did 20. roll that twenty, like right now <laughs> that means this is gonna be a good session. I mean it makes it makes sense, like you <laughs> Or I've used up all the luck on how this lady looked and we're gonna find out in twenty minutes anyway. <laughs> okay, so also something to note is that after she was gone for a few years, there was a lot of searching that was done for her. The mm-hmm. king himself left Akros. To search for her for a while, there were so many resources devoted to Akros that the Minotaurs sort of rose up again. Didn't come as close as they are now, but mm-hmm. but sort of started attacking Akros again. The king came back, defeated them, fended them off, and then basically after about eight to ten years of her being gone, things just kind of dissolved. Right. And though people remembered her greatness, she wasn't talked about as much as she was you know, when she was around or right when she left. Almost like she's more of a, like, a legend or a myth. Like, it's almost like she wasn't even real. People in Akros, especially the the noble families like your own, would have learned of her and her exploits. And less of, like, a, oh, like, we need to go out and find her. And more of, like, a, this is what a child of Akros should, should be. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see. She was the, yeah. the poster girl of Akros. Correct. So you might even be a little, like jealous or like have hard feelings towards but her. Right? Like, maybe your dad was like, well, why she actually won, so, so why aren't you like her? So almost like there's plenty of people so she actually like, won the game, so almost like how we view Achilles now. Almost superhuman, like um, you know what I mean? Like almost not quite human, but maybe he was just like a, an amazing warrior, but maybe he was like touched by the gods or like a demigod, no one mm. knows, you know? Yeah. Maybe was he even real? That's almost kind of the feel of, of what it is in Akros. Does that make I sense? Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like, not only has, has she, like, made it into legend, but she's made it into legend as almost, she, like, a like a champion of a god of some kind. Correct. You know what I mean? She So she was, Okay. so not long after the games, not long after her exploits with the Griffin, she won some, some great legends. She, <laughs> she, she won some key battles against the Minotaurs. Couple of um, and in, and in honor of her accomplishments at such a young age, Iroas himself gifted her his shield. Wow, that's 
That's crazy. Yep. Cool. Okay. And, and, and you would know what the shield looks like. It's depicted all over Akros. And so she is, by all definitions, a champion of Iroas. Like, he himself chose her, basically. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that wasn't even a question. It's like, she is a champion yeah. of, yeah. of Iroas. That's crazy. Cool. And, and, and some people are even like, is Iroas, like, her dad? Like, her real dad? Oh, not, but, but only not... in the sense of legend, like... Correct. Like, her status is so elevated. It's hard, it's yeah. hard for people to believe. It's hard to believe that, that she's human. Like, and probably... they almost have to explain away. And the king has never been offended or even talked against that. Why right? wouldn't he? Why would he? Exactly. You know, and you know what I mean? Yeah, that would yeah, be... Yeah. yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, that'd be the... Uh, he's always claimed her as his daughter, but if, you know, if it was ever brought up in his presence, he... He was never angry, upset at it. He just kind of let pass, and and that was that was a lot. So unfortunately, I would I would roleplay that and like let you know. But yeah, well, I think we should probably just move on. And that like, was a yeah. That there was, was a big so much. Well, there was so much that it probably would have been. You know a lot about her. Is, is there anything you got a crush on her? A little bit. Don't be ridiculous. She sounds like Theseus's type. They're different I'm religions. Just, I mean, hey, I mean, they wouldn't be the first people to make it work. I'm just throwing it out there. You know a lot about her. That was a lot. She does come from royal family. So do you. We'll save her first, and then is we it? can, you know. <laughs> don't worry, I got you, wingman. You know. Wouldn't she be like... Maybe you'd want... Never mind. Maybe you'd want Alondra's to do that. Alondra's can play some music or something. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Set off some Set fireworks. Some yeah. <laughs> first, we gotta save her, though. Rexanor kind of costs... <clears throat> And you see, you you kind of you're on the edge of the deck of the ship, and you look around, and the whole crew is just like standing around, like waiting to be told what to do. Uh, as you joke about Theseus being into this lost <laughs> oh, hero. Yeah, that's right. We have a crew. I mean, you see the island. Let's we got to go towards it, and let's make sure not to take anything before we know if there are curses. As I kind of look around at the crew. <laughs> I, I look wouldn't at my want hand and a lot, look back. A, a lot of a lot of crew members just kind of like look at Khaled. <laughs> hey, I'm a good person, okay? You all go back to work. And they do. They get back to work. A lot of people get on the oars. Uh, they put the sail in. There's not really any wind right now. And even though you've kind of been here for a while, staring at this island talking about Apollonia, it seems like the sun hasn't moved in its position. It seems like it's in sort of like a perpetual sunset, basically. I'm going to walk between Adelphos and Theseus and kind of give them each a shoulder bump and say, I wouldn't want to pick up any cursed items, now would we, boys? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) As you approach the island, you notice that though it is small, there is a large structure built in the center of it and, and several buildings around, almost like a castle would sort of be situated amongst a city. Sort of like this, all kind of almost one building intermixed in the ways that the houses sort of connect in the walls and rooftops that all lead to this center palace. What is it made of? Gold. And as you draw closer, you stare down into the water. And as it gets shallower, even the sand on the beach, the trees, and and even the sand in the waves is solid gold. Or is gold. As it laps up... (laughs) The waves aren't gold, <laughs> but the waves—the waves as they crash onto the shore appear gold, just because of the way the light is reflecting off of the sand and and the island itself. And you do see a dock that is solid gold that stretches out to meet your boat. Can I walk over to Rexenor and just 
Say, make sure that the crew doesn't take anything. I don't want any gods to be ill, ill-wished against us. He nods silently, and he says, Don't worry. We, and he kind of side-eyes Theseus and Adelphos, said, We know better. Don't worry, we're taking stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try, at least. You see, as the crew is like pulling the ship up to this golden dock, Rexenor goes over to you, Theseus, and he says, <clears throat> If you would like to bring Orpheus along, I can't guarantee he'll obey you perfectly, but we've worked a lot this week, and it seems like he trusts you. I, I would really, I would really like that. Roll me an animal handling check with advantage because you've worked with him for two for for a week. Nice. And this roll will, will de- basically base how well he follows your orders. What did I tell you, boys? What okay. did I tell you? Is it an at twenty? Oh no, it was a one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used up all my mojo on the first one. A three. Okay, you see... It's going to be a good session. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm putting these dice away. They were good for a second. But... Rexnor kind of leans down and pats Orpheus on the head, sort of gives him a half hug and like whispers in his ear, like, you're going to be loyal to Theseus, right? You're going to be a good boy for Theseus. And you see that Orpheus is very reluctant mm-hmm. when you call him over, but then finally after some reassuring from Rexnor, he trots up behind you. So for all intents and purposes, if you'd like to pull up a Displacer Beast stats, ask companion stats for you. Yeah, yeah, if I can see there. Okay. Yeah. And you can pull him out when we do battle or something right now. He'll just go with you. All right. You see the crew gives the word. The boat is securely fastened to the dock. As we go to step off, I want to take my rapiers and just kind of poke them into the dock to make sure it's not an illusion. Tink, 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 tink. Solid gold. I think this is heaven, and I'm gonna step off onto the dock with my arms out to my side. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you like fall like yeah, face, face down. Oh, like, oh, oh, never leave you. Like Scrooge McDuck into the, into the sand. <laughs> yeah, Can I look at it? Is there anything else besides the big building? Like, the, or is like that the, the like main the... attraction, and everything else is just? You can do an investigation check okay. if you want to. Twelve. This island is not unlike the Isle of Skies, in the sense that on the Isle of Skies, the big main attraction was the Colosseum, mm-hmm. surrounded by a civilization or a community around it. Okay. So when you do look around, you see that the dock does lead to a footpath that leads into this pretty walled city, small walled, walled town. But there are, is a place on the dock where you can step off to the beach on either side. You can look at either end, you can see the beach wraps around, okay. and there are some palm trees and some rocks, the beach of sand, and also some grasses, so we're like tucked up against the walls. Everything gold. Even the sand? Is Even it like just sand. gold, just like gold dust on Do you want to pick it up? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, Theseus, you walk over, and you grab a handful of sand, and you've picked up sand before, you've been around sand, Akros is a dry, dusty place. You pick up the sand, and it is ten times heavier than any clump of mud or rock you have ever picked up. And as you pick up this sand, it just weighs heavy in your hand as it sort of pours and drops quickly to the sand beneath it. And you see each individual grain of sand, solid gold. Yep. <laughs> Someone grab me the bag of holding. 
Just gonna make myself a little sandcastle. <laughs> no, this is my. Oh ret- no, it's washing away. <laughs> this is my uh, retirement fund. Uh, and, and something that that yeah, and you look down to the beach where the waves are coming. The waves aren't moving any of the sand at all because sand's so heavy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it is an overwhelming feeling. I mean, this place is beautiful. It's brilliant. It's like breathtaking. The Isle of Skies was beautiful and peaceful in its own right, but this place is magnificent. You've never seen something like this before. Like this is not built by man. Correct. Mm. We could just leave the crew here, load up the ship, sail back. Man, we need the loss of really to bring <laughs> <laughs> you guys in and push the story forward. Just kidding. Well, I guess there's one place to go. Yes, and we look for a woman with blonde hair and a flying beast. We could have just said we could look for Apollonia. Well, we all know that her name is Apollonia, but we now know what we're looking for, specifically. Yep. Thanks to Theseus, so... You're kind of on the beach, on the dock right now. Do you want to follow the path into the city? Yeah. 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 I, I want to... I would like to check, like, the buildings to see if, like, anyone... Like, if it's been inhabited. Okay. Roll me an investigation check as you guys are kind of peeking into houses as well as you can. All of us. If you're just, just him. Because he's the one that set up. 19? So as you walk up this main path, you get the same feel as you did on the Isle of Skye. That this was once inhabited. But the streets are empty. And the houses are empty as well. But unlike the Isle of Skies, this place is not overgrown. This place is not in a dilapidated condition. It looks perfectly preserved. You guys get a, a, a perfect sense of what it would be like here when people lived here. Because as you walk up, everything is golden. Even as you peer into the to the houses themselves, even the interior of all the houses, solid gold. No one's in any of the houses, though. Mm-hmm. Do you think the people are made out of gold as well? Or the food. If there's any people. There must have been at some point. True. Maybe they had no need for food as they were of the gods. Who knows? Or it was another godly punishment. Potentially. Could have been. Yeah. Well, let's stay on edge. Who knows? There's a reason Apollonia never came back from here. As you continue through, this town is not as big as the one on the Isle of Skies. <clears throat> it takes you only a few minutes to make it to the steps of the palace which is even larger in person than you realized, and ornately decorated on the outside with murals and tiled walls, all of which are solid gold. And you see the doors to it are shut. Maybe there's somebody in there. Or something. I want to look on the door for traps. Okay. Seven. Totally good. We're fine. Can I look for any, like, windows low enough that we might be able to like climb them and get absolutely in. Absolutely you can, yeah. What I roll for that? A roll investigation. So as far as traps go, it could be trapped. It, it maybe not. There's you have no idea. Yeah, we're yeah. Good. On the outside, I mean all the traps could be made of gold, so they might not work. It's fine. Eighteen. Though the palace is beautiful and ornate, you see that at least the the windows that are low enough are all too small for you to climb through. Made for people just to look outside or possibly defend, if needs be. Basically, they're no more than eight inches wide, though spanning, you know, four or five feet tall. Did you see anyone in there? 
No, I had was just checking to see if we could get through. There's two small. Is it glass? It's like an open pane, almost like sort of the no. It's the windows to a castle would be, mm-hmm. and this is and you get the idea that this palace is this is more like a, a lower wall that surrounds the actual palace on the inside, more defensible if that makes sense. Well, is anybody opposed? And I'm going to hold my hilt of my rapier to the door. Okay. By all Give means. it a wrap. I'm going to smack on it. You can hear it echo with an eerie metallic echo inside. And you get the idea just from the sound of the... The magnitude of how big and spacious this palace is. And on the inside, but you also get the idea that it too is empty. How long do you wait? a minute. Okay. Nothing happens. Can you pry it open? Not me. Look at my arms, dude. Why don't you go up and pry it open? Maybe we should check to see if it's unlocked first. I grab the handle and try and open it. Yeah. Do you, do you push or do you pull? <laughs> I try both. <laughs> Which do you try first? <laughs> I pull it first. You tug on it and it does not open. I push it. After you tug on it for a while, convinced that it's locked, you push it, and... The door screaks open and slams, echoing again through this empty palace. Find the way in. On the inside, a massive atrium with a fountain in the center. You see that the fountain is flowing with water, though the water appears to be gold. And you see that this atrium uh, has a set of doors directly across from you that seems to lead deeper into the palace. And then you see two other hallways that go to the left and to the right of where you are now. Hello, Apollonia. It echoes through this atrium. Seems safe enough. Let me start walking inside. You go in and your footsteps echo and and you see in here even what was once marbled floors, you can tell, turned solid gold. As you look up to the glass skylight that is letting beautiful dusk light into this room, you see that these pillars around you are ornately sculpted. And you see in the circular atrium before it, the glass dome above you, beautifully sculpted depictions of... Heroes and battles and gods and things like that. And it's 80 feet in the air. It's huge. Do you see a door leading to that one? No, you're in there right now. That's straight up. Yeah, that's straight up. I wonder if the water is drinkable. I don't know. Is the water gold or is it just water in the fountain? It's giving me a second. I'm going to take my hand and put it in. I know. So you take your hand and you put it in. And it's you get the idea that it's a lot like the ocean. The ocean where it looks gold because of the way it's running over the the gold yeah. fountain and the way the light hits it, but once it's in your hand, you can tell it's just normal water. Yeah, yeah. drink it. It tastes like... Tastes clear mm. and clean. And it water. tastes fresh. It's revitalizing. I'm going to kind of keep a wary eye on him to make sure that he doesn't turn into gold. Okay. Yeah. Midas touch. Roll me plus two. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, we can sell him. No. <laughs> well, left straight or right? Left gold enough. Shall we split up and look for clues? Should we yeah, roll for it? Split the party. Alondros, you got any dice? Nobody got that. 
I actually do. You guys want to roll for it? What do you think? We just bring dice around with us or something? I think Andros does. You have some chance dice on it. I actually did buy some chance dice. Yeah, you did. My character did. I know. So, it only has two. Well, we'll roll for straight or hallways. Straight or hallways. Okay. Doesn't count. It came out of your hand. It wasn't an intentional roll. (laughs) Blue, straight, red, hallways. Let's do it. Always. Always. Okay. Blue left, red right. Left, left it is. Can you begin? Put my like brass knuckle sword on my fist. Yes. You begin walking down. Hold on, before we do that, Mm -hmm. Adelphos, put your hand in the water. I just want to see if it changes anything. Your cursed hand. Yeah. As you stretch your arm forward. You see that what was originally just your hand and like your wrist has now extended up into your forearm. And you now can see completely through your forearm between the two bones in your arm with rotting flesh in between. Your hand is almost completely skeletal. And you put your hand in the water. You watch as you, as you scoop up the water just falls between your bones. That's unsettling. Do we all see this? Oh, yeah. That's spreading a lot faster than... Yeah, is it like up to my elbow? It's up to your elbow. It hasn't passed your elbow yet. It has been a week since we left. Oh, I was going to ask one the time. It's been a week. Could I do, I don't know what you would want me to do, but some sort of way to guesstimate how long it would take for it to envelop his whole body? Just roll me an intelligence check. Could you, like, look at the crown and see the properties of the crown? I did see both. Pretty sure I already did. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I just want to know how long. Just straight intelligence? Mm-hmm. All right, that's 11. Mm, you have no idea. Okay. It's moving quickly. I would guess. And you don't know if using it would couple make it faster weeks. or slower? Yeah. Okay. Yep. If it gets to your shoulder, we could just always cut your shoulder off. And I prefer you didn't. Give her to the left I, arm. I like, my, right I like my arms. As you're talking around this fountain, you, guys are, you all are kind of startled at, at this noise. A large... Slam, and as you look up, there's somebody standing uh, with their backs to you, facing the doors that were across from where you just entered. You see, they turn around, look at you. You see, they are dressed in golden robes. They have a golden circlet on their head with golden jewelry on their fingers. A tall man, six four, six five, maybe muscular, but not too bulky. It's it's nice, lean, toned muscle, chocolate skin, a bald head, and a very very closely tight trimmed black beard along his chin. And so you see. Whoa! And he turns to you and he says, Well, I wasn't expecting visitors. Can I like wrap up my hand? Yeah, yeah, you can pull some wrap. Like have like a glove or something. So So you would have wrappings and things like in your pack? rags and stuff that you use to keep yourself cool when it's hot like you soak in water yeah. like a lot like a handkerchief mm-hmm. but a little bit longer they're also used to keep your body Don't from you chafing have your handkerchief too well it's not big enough to wrap up this arm right also but basically fun history lesson these it's almost like a scarf it's like a linen scarf mm-hmm. but you would tuck it in places where your armor would rub against your body so mm-hmm. that you wouldn't chafe as bad it's actually real people did that. So you pull out one of those, one of your extra ones. Uh, it's long enough that you can wrap around your whole arm. And if no one pays super close attention, they'll be, they won't really notice. But you, mm. you aren't really able to cover your fingers without losing the mobility of the hand. 
right? So you're able to cover your hand, wrap your wrist, and wrap wrap up your forearm. So your fingers are bony, but someone would really have to be looking for it. Who are you? Well, I have been known by many names. Zlato, Oro, Tulve, Jinsi, Dahab, Aram, but people call me Chrysos. Chrysos. Hmm. Which is the Greek word for gold. Oh. It is a. And as are the other words. They're all different <laughs> words for gold. Different That's cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you. We are. The Valiant Five. The Valiant Five. Yeah, I was going to ask what team name was. I kind of forgot there for a second. Have eyes, sorry. Does he have eyes in real life? He has eyes in real life. But are they gold eyes? <laughs> see, no, you see no. that his irises are gold. Oh, that's they have so gold. cool. They have gold so flecks cool. in them. I apologize. I've never heard of you. So, okay. We're, we're fairly new to the heroing world. But we're here for someone who you may have heard of. And you see he kind of raises his eyebrows and he says, Well, I would uh, love to hear more about it, but you must be weary and tired from your journey. What host would I be if I didn't provide you a feast for all your travels? I want to roll an insight check. Okay. I don't know if I trust this. Yeah, who is this guy? Yeah. gold. <sighs> yes, you do. You trust it's, him. <laughs> I will take it. It's kind of cocked, but it's enough that it's a one. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. like so just barely holding up. But... What are, what are you in what are you trying what what are you you're just rolling inside what are you trying to specifically glean from him? I want to know any nefariousness. If he's really taking us Not, to a feast feast. He he is one hundred percent taking you to a feast. Non nefarious. Alright. I put my rapiers away and Oh, let's follow. He goes Wonderful. And you see he begins walking in the direction that you had decided to head, down that left corridor. Andros, I don't know why, but I just trust this man. <laughs> Do well, I te- no detect end. anything like he's evil at all? Um, like with your aura? <clears throat> well, yeah, with my... Like with your detect good and evil? Yeah. Uh, no. Just cool. seems like a normal dude. Sweet. Hmm. Well, I have no reason to doubt you. You've led me well thus far, so... If you trust him, I don't think I've ever trusted so much someone so much in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I almost gave you an inspiration for you guys role playing really well, but that's a little too much. <laughs> Do you guys follow him? Yeah. 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 You follow him down this left corridor, and you see that it winds very ever so slightly clockwise. Sort of this palace is a, a circularly built. And as you see, you go, there are various different doors. Less grand is the one that, that you saw in that atrium that lead to uh, other rooms. And about a quarter way around, you figure, you're led to another large atrium-like room with sort of a upstep in the center. You see on that is just a massive golden table with several seats. You see in here, there is a fireplace, a large hearth that is uh, not going at the moment, made of gold, with banners everywhere, uh, also made of gold. What symbols are on the banners? You see this symbol, which is sort of like a wreath, hmm. crowned wreath, which you know to be the symbol of Heliod. Okay. Mm. 
and, which makes um, sense. You see, he's like the Zeus of this world. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Sun. Yeah, he's the yeah. god of the sun. So like Apollo meets Zeus. Correct. He. Yeah. And you see, he gestures to the table and he says, "Please, please, take a seat." Thank you. Are you out here all by yourself? Unfortunately, I am. You see, he pulls out the largest chair, which is at the end of the table, and you see, as he approaches it, he doesn't motion or anything. The chair just kind of moves out for him, and he sits in it, and it kind of like scoots forward. And he says, yes, uh, another reason why I am so surprised you're here. But, but enough with uh, the pleasantries for now, and you see he kind of waves his hand, and not even materializing, it just kind of happens. You see in front of you a feast. You see lamb, chicken, pig, beef, all kinds of fruits and cheeses. And what do you have in there? <laughs> a lot of meat. <laughs> a lot of meat. No, no, you see a lot no, of meat. I, I you see a lot. And it's not like... Is it all made of not, gold? It is not. <laughs> it's not all made of gold. It is not all made of gold. Oh, so Take good. a bite and find it. <laughs> no, no, no. You see, and you see pictures of wine. You see grains and breads. And you see that... You look in front of you, and it's hot, even. You see that there's steam and stuff coming up off the food. And he says, please, please, dig in. Oh, I scooch right up and start going. Nobody's ever going to believe all this crazy stuff that's happened to us in the last couple months. You're weird. You, you bunch are the weirdest accident that's ever happened to me. You don't, do, you, do you think this is normal for us? I don't know. I never knew you before. I, I mean, I guess... We did have some a couple of gold chairs. <laughs> rich, <laughs> rich kids. <laughs> were, were the chairs dusty at all? No. No. Nope. They're pristine. Huh? Pristine. That's what I thought. But the food is served on golden plates and platters. The utensils are gold. Golden goblets and mugs that you see are filled with wine and water and any amount of beverage that you wish. Was there the exact amount of chairs for us? No. There is way more than where okay. you are. Yep. There is probably... 12 chairs at this table. So you're only taking up you're only taking up one end of it, the six of you, but you see that the whole table is filled all the way to the end. What was his name? Chrysos. Chrysos. Can we just um, call him Mr. Goldie? Goldilocks. That seems a little offensive. So inappropriate. He doesn't have any locks. So, so um, Chrysos, what... What... It, no offense, but what gives you the honor of being able to live on an island such as this? I've always lived here. It was my family's before it was mine. Are they here too, or...? You see, he looks a little sad. And he says, uh, no. They, they left. They left a long time ago. Why did you stay? Well, if I could leave, I would. But, unfortunately, I cannot. By choice, or are you the keeper of this place? He kind of shoots you an in, an interested look, and he says, "Well, what could you possibly mean by that question?" We've ran into a lot of people who were tasked with either guarding or stuck in certain places by the gods, and not all of them had a choice. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I would assume that their choices led to the situation. Not all of them. Much as mine did here. I wouldn't call myself the keeper of this place, more like the one being kept. 
And if I may ask, what was that choice that led to you being the one being kept? <sighs> we have all night. And I don't want to bore you with the sad story of a man who lusted after riches. We'll talk after you eat. I'm opening an orphanage. Don't at me. You're okay. gonna turn into him. You probably you guys orphan eat. people, so... What? Yeah, I, yes. guys, I already dug in. I already started. Yeah, I dig in. I hesitate on the first bite. Okay. Let's see if it's... Oh, I just, like... <laughs> what, are you, what are you rolling there? I'm going to see if I eat. Okay. Because mm-hmm. Landris is a smart dude. Mm-hmm. He's very well learned. Mm-hmm. What are you trying don't fully trust this guy. That's For someone thing. who knows how to lie, okay. I don't trust. So I'm just going to see if I eat. So, 10 and up I eat. Below. Okay. It's a 6. So you don't eat. I don't. Okay. But I'm going to make it appear as though I am in the best way that I could. However, like, you, you know, have just put like, things on my plate. Cut and up food. Like, shuffle yeah. it around. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have mine illusion at all? Yeah, so I'll I'll minor illusion as I come up. Okay. With the fork. That's fine. Slowly transfer things to my plate. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you're you're able with minor illusion to can mm, roll me a performance check. Okay. I'll call this performance rather than deception because not only are you trying to deceive him, but you're trying to make a show of it. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah, oh, so 28. Yeah, so... <laughs> Boy, does he think you're eating. Dude, that's I swear. Everyone here <laughs> thinks that you're eating. Is convinced that you're eating, including Chrysos. But you do notice that Chrysos is not eating at all. Oh, great. Mm. How is it, my friends? It's good. Phenomenal. And, and this is, this is actually the best food that you all have ever eaten in your life. Ooh. Like, greater than the feast that you had after taking Neolantis. Greater than the feast you had in Olantis. This is uncomparable to anything that we've experienced thus far. That's good to hear. I'm glad someone can enjoy it. I've had better. (laughs) He's royalty. He's also kind of evil. He kind of nods his head. He said, I get that vibe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm catching the vibes. I just just want to lie. And he says, "Uh, so... New heroes, tell me about yourselves. How did you find each other and find yourselves on this great adventure? Well, I was born a slave. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, oh, well, are you currently still a slave? No. Congratulations. Thank you. Late for that magical item. We were sent on, on quests to help those in need that brought us through many places of around the world, as my friend, as I gesture to Callan, said, we've met many people who, you know, were, were cursed to, to be in places or were stuck there by choice. Uh, many of the world's mysteries, as I'm sure someone of your stature would be familiar with, and we don't want to bore you with those small details, but we says, no, please. It's been a long time since someone's visited. I love stories. It's been a long time since I've been off this island. And you see, after he says that, he kind of, like, leans in with intent to listen. You see that he genuinely wants to hear of your exploits. In whatever capacity you want to share them. Start telling him everything. All the things we've done in Atlantis. And I trust this guy. You trust this guy. You tell him about Atlantis. You tell him about Care. 
Tell him about the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vettius. Roll me a performance check. There was this guy, Vettius, and I killed him, and then I took his identity. And... You killed him, and then you were him. 13. You see that he is on the edge of his seat, his hand up to his face with his chin leaning, and you can tell that he is 100% invested in what you're saying, in every genuine way. At no point does it look like he's trying to you know, play a part or be dumb. You see that he is truly invested. You see that when you talk about the overseers of the lost ambushing your ship, that you know he's surprised by that. When you kill Baxor, you see that he's saddened by that. Even more so, you see him nearly shed a tear when you talk about the Isle of Skies and Delphos trying to decide to stay or not, and then also Philosa forgiving you. And for the better part of a couple hours, you sort of sit here and regale him with your story, Callan, with wow. each of you interjecting, you know, sort of your points of view or, or your bits and pieces as far as everything that's happened so far. I want to end it and say, and we're looking for somebody named Apollonia. Mm, wow, that is an amazing story. Apollonia did come. But just like the others, she eventually felt need to leave. When was she here? Oh, she first came probably 20 years ago, maybe. Did she by chance mention where she was headed? You see, he kind of has a puzzled look and he says, "It's, It's been so long. She mentioned something about needing to free a goddess... From the underworld, I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Was her name, by chance, Colossus? I know of the goddess Colossus, yes. Was that who Apollonia was trying to free? Is Colossus in the underworld? Last I knew, she was a goddess of destiny and mingled with the other gods. She trapped herself, if I remember correctly, in the underworld and took all of those creatures with her that are now being let loose on the world. He kind of looks puzzled. He says, well, I'm not too sure about that. I, I I, don't know what to make of it, but I wish you well on your journeys. Till then, please, please feel free to rest here. At least stay the night and gather your strength back. And you see that every time you eat food and clear food, there's more that, that comes up. And it's been well into the evening now, but the light remains the same as... The sunset uh, is continual, and he says, Ah, but before uh, I show you to your rooms, how about a tour? Sure. Yes, please. Sure. Wonderful. And you see he stands up and uh, continues in this clockwise manner. Are you following? Yeah. Mm. I want to kind of trail back if the laundress is in the back. Yeah, I, I would definitely be in the back. I know coming into this room, I said I really believe this guy. I have a feeling Apollonia isn't... Something feels off. Yes, I've been feeling that all night. Something seems wrong. I've been thinking that since we left Nautis. 
it's it's very for, for months, <laughs> everything's off. Oh, you mean you mean about Apollonia or something off the Apollonia? Or just in general? He's <laughs> <laughs> just sailing along. He's like something's not right. <laughs> you guys go to the Isle of Skies. He's like, I can't put my finger on it. I was born like, into this you world, make it, you make it, and I, I've questioned everything since. You make it to Galaton, and he's like, hmm, something's out of place. I don't think this is it. You make it all the way down to Atlantis. He's like, this has to be it. Maybe not. No, nothing's going on here. He's not ah, used to the free world. This yeah. is it. Chronic <laughs> paranoia, Delphos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to see a therapist yeah. about this. Severe, severe anxiety. <laughs> Trust issues. I believe that we should definitely be on our toes as we're, as I kind of gesture around here. I agree. And I'm going to go up on my tippy toes and start walking. <laughs> as... Your calves begin to ache (laughs) as you keep walking this distance. You see he takes you into uh, another large atrium that would be at the 12 o'clock of this sort of clock-like structure. And you see in here looks like the best way I can describe it is a living room. (laughs) It looks like a living space, like... A large chamber made for people to mingle. Kind of like a common room. Yeah. A common room. There are well, there are various. Uh, yeah, there are various. Not unlike what you had in your house, Alondros, when we when we first met Nelthus, but on a much bigger scale. You know, there are various pillows and sofas arranged in a bunch of different areas in here where people can lounge and relax. Yeah. And then you see. Are the pillows and sofas made of gold? Yes. Are they soft? Would you like to go feel one? Yeah, that's I what I was wondering. Ting, ting, ting. ting. Like so, so, as, so as, you, as you sort of press your hand into a pillow, it feels heavy, but it is soft. That's so- sort of like, almost like a weighted blanket. And you get the idea, things like, you're having traffic artifacts and things with your work with Overseers of the Lost. Mm-hmm. You have seen really fine gold work. You've seen like gold thread, like pure gold thread woven into fabric and you've seen like gold leaf and things like that. And so you know that that thing, like gold can be spread pretty thin, mm-hmm. right? And and be light while still being lustrous and gold and you get the idea that whether this was man-made or some other way, this is what these are, you know? Mm-hmm. It's fabric made out of gold but it's still soft <laughs> on the inside. And whether the feathers inside are gold, you don't know, right? But it's still like it's just like a way to blanket, you That's know? Cool. And you see uh, in the center of this is a large statue on a pedestal. And you see Chrysos goes up to it and beneath is an inscription. And you see the inscription being the conquering and founding of the Isle of Chrysos. Chrysos. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he says, this uh, is my father in memoriam. He was first... Here on the island. Much like you and, and this Apollonia you're looking for, he sailed with a great crew looking for adventure. They found a beautiful island rich in mineral gold and built a small settlement here, of which I inherited. Can this gold be taken back to our world? This gold? I'm not sure. I've never left with it. I know that my father exported large amounts of gold uh, in order to receive money and resources in order to establish this great place. It caused a lot of people to come here and and set down roots. Hmm. You should have seen it at its time. Artisans, artists, Hmm. he kind of gestures to you, philosophers, 
of the highest caliber were drawn to my father's island. Why did they ever leave? Well, that's not his fault. That's more of mine. You see, as he begins to walk, continuing down in this hallway, oh, there's also a set of doors that leads out sort of exactly opposite where the doors leading into this whole building would be that lead out to a massive balcony that you look outside and there's a garden, a lush garden, or what would have been a lush garden when it was green and alive, all made of solid gold. And you see that the garden like stretches down several steps down that then just kind of opens up onto the beach. Mm. There are paths that wind through the garden and stuff and everything in there, the trees and and everything is, is gold as well. And you see he continues on through this sort of circle. And he gestures to the smaller doors that are not unlike the ones that you had passed in the first hallway. They also notice we're in the second hallway when leaving the dining area. And he says, those you'll see shortly. Those are your rooms. Beautiful and extravagant. We spared no expense, believe me. And he kind of... <laughs> what? <laughs> Look at John Hammond over here. (laughs) Really, top of the line. Spared no expense. (laughs) And you see, as he begins to walk down this this large hallway, he says, My father was a champion of Heliod, to whom he paid great tribute, including much of our gold. As you know, that's sort of Heliod's thing. Heliod asked for so much tribute that threatened to destroy what little my father had left. And if that were to happen, then... What cause would the artisans and philosophers and craftsmen and artists have to stay? So did you decide to not give Heliod his tribute? No, I wanted to give him more tribute. So I looked elsewhere for that means. And as you continue down the hallway, he says, Do you know what the underworld entails? What would we know historically? I'm sorry. What? I was just trying to hold it. Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man! <laughs> okay, okay well, the I'm so sorry. The whole time I was trying I to say, I love gold. I've been trying to just, I was trying to hold it in. Okay. Time. I'll roll me, you can roll me history check if you want to. Sure. Natural 20. I know, if it's lore, like those dice are like. Do give up the lore. This, this, yeah, seriously. This, it, uh, I got a... So for history, I doubt I get to add anything. No, five. Okay. This is kind of a nailed it or failed it session. Like, either you, like, you get it yeah, or you don't. <laughs> seriously. It's so, just like baseline. Like, what does everyone know about it? Everyone knows that the underworld is made up of different sections where the different souls are separated into based on how they live their life. That some souls have escaped back into humanity. Those are the returned that you guys have come across before, mm-hmm. Phanax being the first one of them. Some believe that the Underworld is a physical, actual place that exists literally beneath everybody's feet, rather than like a different dimension, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that Erebus, who is the god of the dead and the Underworld, or I guess the god of the Underworld, uh, sort of, that's his domain. That's He rules over all of it. His main job, keeping souls from entering the living world again. I only know as much as everybody else in our realm knows, which is a lot of myth and a lot of legend. That is true. But if you believe that the underworld is indeed beneath our feet, and it is controlled by the lord of the underworld, would that not mean that Erebus is the god 
of mineral riches mined from the earth itself? I suppose so. Well, what if I told you that is indeed the case? Is that why Heliod covets it so much? Some think that. Obviously the sun shines golden upon the land. But who controls actual gold itself? It's Erebus. Though unlike his brother, he does not flaunt it. He keeps it hidden, protected. That's why it's so hard to mine gold itself. I abandoned Heliod in worship of Erebus, an act that is usually gifted by a great power. You see he kind of lifts up his hands. He says, I wanted a golden touch, and so I was granted it. He says, don't worry, don't worry. He says, all of this, as he gestures to the golden city around him, was my boredom overtaking me. Heliod found out about my deal, and though his tribute kept coming, he was upset, to say the least. At my father for letting me to go astray, and at me for making a deal with the devil, so to speak. And because of that, he cut our island off from the rest of the world. Only those who knew where we were located previously could find us, and only on one day. Heliod's honest. He nods his head. Fitting for a crime, and our beautiful island of gold faded into myth and turned into the island of Zelus. What you all know to, to mean envy, the Isle of Envy. How long have you been here? I've lost count, but it's been a long time. And at first, the people that lived here were supportive. But one by one, they lost faith and desired the outside world. And one by one, and you see he looks pretty sad, and even musters a tear, says they left, including my dear wife. And you see as he kind of fights back the tears, he says, you would have loved her. She was beautiful and could play the lute better than anyone I knew. But, uh, and he kind of sniffles and wipes his eyes. You see, even his tears seem to have a golden sheen as they run down his cheeks. But, there have been few and far between those that have sought out this legendary isle and have come and paid me visit, for which I am grateful. For any visitation is a welcome relief in this long, long sentence I'm serving. Chrysos, you mentioned that this was a fitting punishment for a crime. Do you believe that what you did was a crime? Absolutely not. Why should someone get punished for changing their alignment? Beings that are too often worried about their power struggle amongst themselves and helping those that follow them. Who knows, maybe Erebus knew that this would upset and anger Heliod. So there he, therefore he was more willing to give me what I wished for. Maybe Heliod had always intended to shame my father 
for his failings in giving proper tribute? Or gaining too much power? I don't know. But, and you see his, his hands kind of turn into fists, and his arms tremble. He says, all I know is that my life and the life of my family would be much different if it weren't for the god's intervention. And you see, you kind of like, as you've talked, you've kind of stopped in this hallway as he's sort of told and explained all this to you. He says, but uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. There's still stuff to see. And you see, he continues walking. You go into the now sort of three o'clock section, exactly across from where the dining area would be. You see this looks like a gallery, but you see in here there are various tapestries, pots, weapons, armor, and things all made of gold, save one thing, and that is a breastplate that emanates sort of a reddish aura, the crimson blood red stain to it. And you see he kind of spreads his arms open as he enters, and he says, welcome to my prized possessions. So these were last of me to touch. For some of them, as he picks up some, some weapons, you see he picks up a spear and some nice rapiers, were belong to those who, who were great heroes before you, willing to part with a gift before they left me. And then you see he kind of gestures towards the breastplate, and he says, I haven't quite had the heart to change this one yet. This one seems special. He kind of gives a side eye to Theseus. Really? Of course. You're decked out in yeah, matching Yeah, you literally have all matching except for your breastplate. <laughs> Never seen anything like that before in my whole <laughs> life. You have to wear every other piece except for the one. It could be some other red. He looks <laughs> red, over at red Theseus and is like, oh, what's up? Sorry. <laughs> some other. <laughs> this is red another red set of armor. armor. And he says, You're welcome to look. Except for that one, as he points to the breastplate, he says, please don't touch that one, but all the other ones you may handle. You can't really damage it. As you see, he kind of like kicks, kicks over a pot, and it just, gold just rolls on the ground a little bit. I go and look at some of the gold, like swords and spears, but I stay close to where the where the where the breastplate is. Like, you, no, I don't look. I don't. I don't go near it. You know, I but, know. I, but I stay near it. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh crap! It's gonna call you. It's going to call you. We're gonna either nail this or fail this, guys. Nail it. And it's a fail. This that was a two. You <laughs> plus two. <laughs> give up on those dice, man. You, hey, I got a natural 20. At the no way, you stick with them. I'm dude. telling you. you got a 1, a 3, a I might two. as well be flipping a coin here, honestly. When things get rough, you don't just abandon your dice. You can audibly hear Mojus as if coming from the breastplate. You can hear him. Theseus. You're so close. Take the armor. You'll get what you want. And then that's it. I, I'll move a little closer. But I, I don't grab it just yet. Okay. I'm kind of poking around at things, but I'm still pretty worried, so I'm not really touching a whole lot. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of, you know, moving some things around. They're, it's heavy. They're hard to move. I mean, you know, you think of how heavy a, a steel rapier is. And that times that by 15, and that's a golden rapier. Like, 
even when you're trying to move stuff like with like it's pretty a stick yeah i mean it's solid it's like trying yeah. to move a like a, a physical gold bar like you're trying to push a gold bar with a ruler on a table like it's not gonna be that successful yeah. does that make sense yeah and and then i'm gonna kind of you know say chrysos is that his name yes with all of these trophies what is it that you desire to leave have you ever tried when everything you touch turns to gold it's quite hard to leave on a ship golden ships don't float and you notice that even the sandals he's wearing are gold so it's not just the hands mm-hmm. we can kind of infer that it's <clears throat> anything anything, anything that touches he comes in contact is, with okay. which is why his skin is in gold it's correct Theseus is over there like a boo in Aladdin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Says you may handle what you wish. He claps his hand and he turns to gold because he touched himself. <laughs> he sneezes. Could you imagine like if you got if you got turned to gold, like as you were sneezing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it's it's been miserable. You're in a prison now, and I think even if you left and got out of here, you are, would be so sought after that you would just be imprisoned in our realm as well. Your gift is... Gift? This is no gift. I this mean, is a curse. I mean that in a way that what you're capable of would blind most people's minds, and they would just see you as an object to be used. Still beats this prison here. Besides, who knows, maybe I can actually die if I were to leave this place. You're not able to here? Not that I know of. At least nothing that I can do. How do you feel about getting in a bag of holding? (laughs) (laughs) Are you claustrophobic at all? He says, your bag would be destroyed. The outer bit of it would turn solid gold as well as everything on the inside. But at that point, it would rip open and spill everything out. Believe me, I've tried. If you were to ask one thing of us, what would it be? To stay the night. Aside from not being able to eat or drink, you see you've continued on. He's led you continuing on down the hallway back into the main atrium. Passing a lot of those several doors that you see a lot of them are open to that just lead into the rooms. As you see, he he himself puts his hand in the water and takes it out. And as you see, he pours his hand out. You see liquid gold, like molten gold, oh, splashes yeah. onto the steps around the fountain. He says, nothing can satiate my physical needs. But worse than that is my loneliness. I've been abandoned too many times to count. First by my God, then by my people, and then my own family. And just like you heroes, you will leave too at some point. I just want company. I think that we can do that. Wait, do we know, like, are we going to get stuck here if we don't leave tonight, though? You have no idea. You get the idea that this is not like... Atlantis. Atlantis was specific to the Atlantium, right? 
You get the idea that this is like Galaton or the Eye of Skies or like many other places that you've previously been to where though it is a sort of demi-plane set aside from the physical world, time moves in the same way. This just feels so much like the Isle of Skies. feels so much Galaton himself. This is just a place cut off from the world, but not necessarily that is 100% separate from the world. And he says, well, then I will show you to your rooms. Chrysos. Yes. Can we only leave on the longest day as well? No. You may leave when you wish. Insight check? Yeah, absolutely. Are you specifically seeing if he's telling the truth in that instance? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 13. Yeah, he's telling the truth. As far as you know. As far as I know. No, he's, no, he's telling the truth. And oh. he sort of uh, gestures towards the hallway where you guys had first started to the rooms over there. Can you sleep? No, I can't. I exist in neither a day nor nighttime. I'm perpetually awake, just as the sun is perpetually setting on my, you see a, a touch of sarcasm in his voice, glorious kingdom. A bit ironic that Heliod's domain never quite leaves my own. Does that mean that it stays daylight out here? Like, like oh, dusk. I see, I see. But it never goes away it's fully. Like the golden yeah. hour. Yeah. Yes, it's all the, the it's the golden hour all the time. That's perfect. Well, thank you for your hospitality. Mm-hmm. Well, let me show you to your rooms. Please, lead the way. He takes you down that first hallway that you were there that leads to the dining room. There are five rooms here. He says, please take your pick. They're all, they're all uh, similarly designed and should be satisfactory to your comfort. Thank you again. Before you leave, I'm going to actually pull out my loot. Okay. And I'm going to begin to play a song Okay. for him. Oh, that's sweet. Can make him woman. He does cry, and again you see these golden tears uh, stream down his cheek and drop to the ground. And when they do, they don't drop softly. You hear they yep, they sound like little pieces of, of beads or metal dropping to the ground. He says, "Thank you. It's been a long time since I've heard music." Well, you're you're more than welcome to keep this loot if you'd like. I can place it somewhere for maybe the next group to come through that they may all play for you. I would appreciate that very much. If you'd like to leave it in your room, I'll know where to find it. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I would, when we go in there, I would make sure to set it off to the side somewhere. Okay. As you all go into your rooms, you see that there's a large king-sized bed that is a center. You see that the walls are filled with books, all solid gold, as well as various art pieces and, uh, decorum in these rooms themselves. Um, Tenny windows. Um, you get the idea that their walls that the bed is up against is the wall to whatever the center of this complex is. And you feel the sheets. And just like described before, the, bl- the, the, the sheets on top are heavy, but, but act just like fabric. And they're more like a weighted blanket. And the bed and the pillows themselves are physically soft to the touch and very quite comfortable. Sit in my room for a couple hours. Okay. I'm going to eat some rations. Okay. That's fair, yeah. Probably hungry. <laughs> and then I would probably sit. I do feel bad for him, but I still don't necessarily trust what's going on. Mm-hmm. Still be a little weary. Maybe work on my 
my book or my song. Okay. Can I work on my horn? Absolutely. You can roll a dexterity check with proficiency. 14. You work on it, and you're nearly complete. A couple more times, and you'll be completed there. Just sounds like a trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> and thus, the trumpet was invented. <laughs> the French horn. <laughs> okay, is there anyone else? The bugle. Anything else anyone I does? would just lay down. I would I would pull out my little Atlantium jewel that my sister made me and just kind of sleep with that next. It gives off a faint glow. Yeah. Faint uh, bluish-purplish glow. Can he be ended? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know that. Yeah. All right. I think we will find out soon. I know. I think we might too. <laughs> uh, honestly, it depends if he's willing to part with the. Uh... I don't know. I... Well, you could or just don't it. be evil. I know. I don't I know. know. I'm so torn take... with this guy. Or you can just go and take the breastplate right now. I mean, I, I'm thinking about it. I, yeah, I know. I feel like I have a couple options. I could like go like steal it, like when he's not looking, or I could fight this dude. I'm pretty sure you're you gonna should do, do it that. Yeah, way. that sounds great. <laughs> do that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, he probably has like a a touch of, um, what's the minus touch? No, like every what? time he like hits you, you have to roll like some con save or. What does everybody do? Like petrified. I'm just mm-hmm. what I said. How am I supposed to sneak this thing out of here? It's a whole freaking breastplate. Just put it on, yeah, just yo. Put on. Or put it in the. See you, bro. Or put it in the bag of holding. I could put it in the bag of holding. That's about the only other thing I can think of. But he really likes it. I know he does. I kind of want. I kind of want to have a conversation with him. Okay, I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah. You know, like you could always be like, see, "Hey, if you, you give me there? this, I'll try to kill okay, you." Okay, you know what? With the way this is going, I think I might. Is everything? Is everyone else done? I have something, but it's gonna happen partway through. Partway through. What you're you can doing. just do whatever you you're gonna do. Yeah, first. what are you gonna do? Okay, so after a couple hours of laying on my bed, I'm gonna get up. Okay. And I'm gonna go try and find Krisos. Okay. Okay. I kind of would have done the same thing, so I don't really know how we're going to time it. We'll but... do him first, and then sure, we'll do you. Sure, Well, I'll flip yours in a specific way. I want to go find him. Okay. Is that easy enough? Yeah, you see okay. he's in the lounge. Okay. I'm going to go sit down next to him, and... Christos, I don't know if this is... This is probably a stupid idea. Might not work. But I have the capability to create water, and I'm wondering... If I could create it directly into your stomach. Now, whether that would turn into gold or not, I don't know. I appreciate the offer. I don't know if that would quench my thirst. I wish I could do more. That's all right. I appreciate you being willing to try. You are not the first person that we've met that has had a similar fate because of the gods. You know what's said. Self-imposed or not, I can't even imagine how rough of an existence it is. So I hope that our company brought you a little peace. It has. It truly has. And you can tell he is... You don't even have to roll inside. He's being 100% genuine. He says, you're different than most who come through here. I used to be consumed by greed. You see, he kind of smirks. He says, so how are you holding up here? Honestly, better than I imagined. That's good to hear. I, like you, turned away from my god and chose to worship another. Thus far, I haven't been punished by either, but I'm half expecting something to come from Fenax. I don't necessarily like people leaving. But if I ever discover a way to get you out, I will come back for you. All right. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Before we get to Theseus, Mm -hmm. Adelphos, as you unwrap your arm, you see that what your ailment has progressed up into your bicep already. The flesh isn't just sloughing off. (laughs) That's going to be a minus four to your strength score. You undo your wrapping, your bicep just falls on the ground. And uh, you get the feeling that this is some pretty serious stuff. But roll me an insight check. It's a nine. You also get the feeling, you know you're tough. You've always known you're tough. But you shouldn't be this tough. You get the feeling that, for some reason, you're still alive. You're kind of wondering why you're still alive. Do you try and sleep after you work on your horn? I'll probably pray to Iroas first. Okay. And ask him what I should do about my arm. Okay. And how long it might take. Okay. I'll try and go to Roll sleep. Roll me a religion check. It's a four. You pray, and Iroas seems distant, and you don't really feel or hear an answer in any way. You're able to fall asleep rather quickly and into a pretty deep sleep. And through the, sort of the hazy darkness, uh, you make out a face, and you see that it is the face of your dying mother. And this is a pretty vivid memory for you. One that you may have blocked out because you were there through all of it. And you sort of have a flash before your eyes remembering sort of all the events that led up to her death. You remember her getting sick and slowly getting worse and worse and worse. And how even those who came in contact with her or who were near her would would just get ill. Except for you. You wouldn't. And as your mother lay dying in your small quarters, you see her holding your hand wrapped around the handkerchief. And she says, remember Adelphos, this will protect you. And then you see her hand goes limp and falls as she passes away. Theseus. Honestly, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Are you going to look for Chrysos or are you just going to go straight to the armor? I'll look for Chrysos. Okay, roll me an investigation check. Seven. You walk the rotunda. You walk this circle around the whole place. You even kind of peer down in the gardens, peer into the empty rooms that aren't occupied by your friends, go mm-hmm. out onto the porch. You can't find him anywhere. What? I said it's a trap. You can't. It's a trap. You can't find him anywhere. Did I check the room where the armor is? Yes, you did. I did? Okay, yeah. cool. You rocked the whole circle. Yep. Huh. He's just gone. Yep. I'll go. There is one place that he didn't show you, that you didn't check. Oh. The large double doors that were across from the entrance. The ones that he exited when you were there first. Okay. Check it out. You go up to the door, and you push it open. It's not unlike the front doors. They're built similarly. They're very large. But you know that this is the center of this large palace. And as you enter, it's dark in there. There's no windows. There's no none of this golden sunlight shimmering through. All you can see is the the light that's coming through the doorway. And you think you see in the distance a shape. Not moving, stationary. A familiar shape. It almost looks like the hull of a ship. Roll me a constitution saving throw. I'm about to get shot with a golden cannon or something? 
Gosh dang it. Okay, maybe you I will hear, have to switch these out. It's not good. How about you that? You hear the door slam behind you. And you hear Chrysos' voice say, You weren't supposed to come in here. And that's where we're in the session. Oh, crap! Oh, <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everybody. Catch us next week on PGDD. We love Bye. you. Please pray for me. Hey, do you love everything D&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for consistent updates. We're also on Patreon for only two bucks a month. You can get loads of exclusive content, including our after show. Thanks as always, and we'll catch you next week on PGD&D.